0: Derek Zemrak, the box officer. Hi. Hey,
1: how are you? I'm
0: doing good. How are you doing this week?
1: I'm I'm doing great. Doing great. Fantastic. we got some good news. Give it to them, (laughs) Mel.
0: Okay. Give it to them. So I can't believe this. It blows my mind because I really wasn't even that aware of this publication. But there's a publication called Podcast Magazine, and they do a top 50 podcasts for each month. And this little podcast, this little ditty debuted at number 17 for December. Mm. Wow. What? I know.
1: Jeff, 17? Come on, now. we got to do better than that. Dude,
0: what <laughs> freaks me out is we're higher up than my favorite podcast, My Favorite Murder. I'm <laughs> like, what do you mean we beat Georgia and Karen? That's insane. <laughs> totally different well, hey. genre, of course, but wow. that. So, yeah, we're kind of walking on a little bit of sunshine after debuting at number 17 so great we can fall quickly because it's something that gets voted on every (laughs) single month and we recognize that we can fall very quickly to nothing
1: (laughs) no we're keeping it up now we're we're going up for number one number one next (laughs) month. start the year off right at number one
0: exactly uh other show news we have a facebook page now so if you're on facebook you can follow the box officer podcast and an email address as well you guessed it the box officer podcast at gmail.com and i guess that's it for show business
1: Very good. (laughs) Yeah, last week we talked about, you know, doing people's hometown and find movies that were done in their hometown where they grew up. You know, what what sites did they use? What, you know, things. So we put it out there. We got some responses from our great podcast listeners. And but first we're gonna start with my hometown. Okay. And the movie that I'm picking is Empire Falls. I don't know if you've seen it. It's actually was an HBO special in two thousand and fifteen and listen to this cast. Ed Harris, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Helen Hunt, Paul Newman, Robin Wright Penn, Joanne Woodward. That's just to name a few that are in this, that is in this movie. It's it's actually a miniseries. It's in two parts. Okay. Um, It's about four four hours long. It's actually based on a novel by Richard Rousseau, who is a Pulitzer Prize winner for this book that he wrote called Empire Falls. And it actually talks about a decaying New England town in Maine where I grew up. Uh, and this guy who works at the restaurant, he's the manager, and all the things that he sees in this declining town is very much like my town. And it was actually filmed in my hometown of Waterville, Maine, where I was actually born. And it's such a great movie. but A lot of people didn't see it because at that time, it was only on HBO. Yeah. So there wasn't the whole streaming thing. So people didn't see it. Now, when everyone told me, because everyone's like, oh, my God, this movie's being shot in our hometown. You know, and I'm like, oh, really? Who? I <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and the thing was is that it actually got nominated for three Golden Globes and Ed Harris won a Golden Globe for it and also Joanne Woodward won the Golden Globe so that was that was pretty amazing. So I mean here it is, in this little old small little town you can see where I grew up you can actually see the bar the Bob Inn that my dad used to go to all the time <laughs> oh, <I love laughs> is it. in there. You gotta have the Bob Inn and then you got Bee's Diner right on the river I mean it's an amazing film. So take a look it's only still on hbo but i mean it's more accessible nowadays than uh before so empire falls from 2005 wonderful performances, a great film
0: that's so funny because i'm a huge uh hbo fan and i have had hbo for a long long time because there was always some type of series that was on there that i was like i have to see it i've never heard of this i can't wait to check out empire falls
1: yeah, it's very, very good, and the acting is spectacular. And actually, um, Helen Hunt, when she was here at the Film Festival, we talked all about it, and uh, she just loved it. And Ed, all the people love that little town. And Ed Harris, actually, the little um, community arts theater that they, they're building in town, restoring, Ed Harris donated $75,000 to their fund oh, to wow. uh, have the the box office named after himself. So he just said he loved the town. Okay, so Mel, you were raised kind of in Draper, right? <laughs> yep utah draper utah. okay well you know without finding you know what you would have loved all these hallmark movies that i've never seen in my <laughs> entire life you know that are filmed up in utah why are they all filmed? i mean there's hundreds of them filmed up in utah so we actually found here is halloween town high from 2004 <laughs> now this was a disney movie and it was filmed at juan diego catholic high school no do you way. know that location oh my god <laughs> Okay, now Marnie and her friends uh, live in Halloween Town, okay, which is, you know, where all the supernatural is, but they want to go to a regular high school, okay, so they ask their parents if they can go, and they say, well, they're reluctant to do this, and they could lose their powers, and all this drama is happening, and uh, they actually put their powers that they have on the line for friendship in high school. So how about that Mel, over at the Juan Diego Catholic High School in your hometown?
0: Well, you know, (laughs) it doesn't surprise me that you found Hallmark stuff because the sap is very, very strong in Utah. Very strong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would say there's at least 25 plus. (laughs) Hallmark movies that have done right outside of Utah. I mean, I didn't have to go too far, you know.
0: (laughs) That is so funny. I love it. I actually did just see a movie that was based in Utah, and it was kind of a fictional town in Utah. I took it more as like a Park City. It's called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. It's on Amazon, and you have to rent it, Uh, but it's a story about a small-town cop and his team of officers who have to solve a series of murders that are occurring on the full moon. He's also a recovering alcoholic. So at the beginning of it, you're like, what is happening? Is he just freaking out? and all these things aren't happening. like So it really did make me go, what on earth is happening in this movie? It was pretty good. I wasn't mad okay. at it. But that's the last film that I was like, oh my gosh, this is based in Utah.
1: <laughs> well, actually, The Sandlot actually was also in, in Utah in Salt Lake, oh. uh, which uh, our friend David McGevans, who actually liked our post today, by oh. the way, <laughs> he directed the film, and the actually the... Um, The carnival scene that they had uh, was actually in Salt Lake. Oh, my gosh. That's one of my favorite films. I love that
0: movie, and I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I almost threw that one out at you, but, you know, I wanted to go a little more obscure and find your actual town. I like it when you're obscure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now let's throw up two podcasts. Uh, listeners who threw out their names and locations, so give me one.
0: Okay, let's see. We got Stuart, who is from Henderson, Texas.
1: Okay, now Henderson, Texas was tough, okay, Uh, but I do have a connection with it. Now, Stuart's going to have to wait because (laughs) there was a movie shot this year in Henderson called Dead Woods. It's a horror film about these group of teenagers who find some found footage. Sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, and go cal- camping in the woods. Now, there's only one review that I did see, and it was actually somebody who was involved in the production and said that we tried. So let's wait, Stuart, and see what happens to this <laughs> dead wood. And they know that they'll get better with each and every film. So I'm going to try to reach out to the filmmakers and try to get a copy of this film so we can actually uh, review this. But I do have another connection with Henderson is one of my favorite films is Bernie we've talked about this oh, film yeah. before on the radio okay with you know, Jack Black uh, and uh, Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine based McClain. on a true yeah based on a true story of a murder that took place in this small town well she was you know so hated in town that they thought the murderer was it was you know it was right for him to kill her you know <laughs> and he actually yeah in the movie it ends with him going to prison but later, he actually, they petitioned it, and his attorney got him off because he was supposedly sexually abused as a child, and they said that, that all could cause this problem. So he was free for a little while, and just recently, in 2016, there was a retrial in Henderson, Texas. Wow. And after a four-and-a-half-hour deliberation, they actually put guilty, and he had to go back to jail. Now, the interesting thing is, do you know where he was living during this time he was free? No. He was living with Richard Linkletter, the actual director of the Bernie film when he went back to prison. Isn't that bizarre? This all took place in Henderson, so Stuart, there you go. But we're going to get that movie Deadwood, let me tell you.
0: I love that. <laughs> so, Nikki emailed us, The Box podcast at gmail.com is where to email your hometowns to see if we can test Derek on how fantastic he is on these movies. She is from Vivian, Louisiana.
1: Okay. Vivian, actually, that was one that we we found a couple locations for filming sites, but one of them is actually a little closer to me, and that's actually The Mist from 2007. It's based on Stephen King, oh. written by the great director. Screenplay was written and directed by Frank Darabont, who actually did Shawshank Redemption and uh, what's that zombie TV show that they, everyone was crazy about? Uh.
0: The Walking Dead? <laughs>
1: Yes, thank you, yeah. Mel. You're welcome. <laughs> I knew you would know what it is. <laughs> well, actually, The Mist came out in 2007. Now, with a lot of Stephen King books, it's kind of tough to make it into movies always always always. I mean, The Shining and Jake Redemption, Green Mile probably. Some of it's better. The Mist was not the greatest film it was about a family that this, this storm is coming in and mm-hmm. inside the mist is that this is like you know stuff that's gonna you know kill the people of the, the community so they all hide out in the town and in the supermarket area and stuff but it, it was an okay film it wasn't great but the exterior shots were used at the supermarket now i'm sure Nikki knows tom's market because that's where it was. They actually <laughs> used the exteriors for this movie, *The Mist*. So
0: that's great. Yeah, I I like Stephen King books, but a lot of the times I don't like their translation into film. And I completely agree with you on *The Mist*. I tried. I tried. <laughs>
1: yeah. And and it's Stephen King's books are so big. I mean the one that I actually read because you know, my you know, I could not focus long enough to <laughs> just to read, you know, nine hundred pages. Right? You know, I loved it when he did the Green Mile in little books. They mm-hmm. came out every month. So they were small, and I was like, "Okay, oh, I finished the book. You know, I want the next one." I mean, that worked for me. But if they would have came out, you know, at eight hundred pages, that I would have never read it. So, but uh, you know, fantastic author, also from Maine. Uh, actually, I've been to his house. Uh, very creepy. Yeah, in his front yard, he actually has a gate. He actually has uh, these uh, vultures on top of the gates and cobwebs in his gate, and he's got the car of Christine in his front lawn. So (laughs) he ain't hiding from the people where his house is, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Stephen King wants you to stalk him so he has more material (laughs) for his next book. (laughs) All <laughs> right.: that was super fun and anybody yeah. listening send us your hometown to the box officer podcast at gmail.com or of course you can message us on our new facebook page the box officer podcast
1: sounds good thank you i'll talk to you soon